Good morning, Ray. Good morning. Hello and welcome to our Weave There Yet, an exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brenda McCullough, your anime unexplicable traumatic small town event like the Dancing Plague of 1518. Oh. Did you do research for that one? <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. Not <laughs> since <laughs> the incident. <laughs> Not since was... 1518. <laughs> I was so hoping you would say your anime DJ Khaled. <laughs> Why? Another <What>? one. <laughs> Is that... You know what? That's better. I wish I went with oh, that too. Wow. <laughs> See, I only know him from one viral news story and I was like, uh, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. No, he sucks. I, I know but... very little about him. I know much more about very obscure, weird, traumatic events from 500 years ago than this <laughs> DJ. DJ Khaled has two things. One, another one. Two, he doesn't eat his wife's pussy. So he's, you know. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> You know what? I'll say it. DJ Khaled is not invited on this show. We will never invite him. Go out of the I don't care how much he loves Naruto. Fuck you. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's not the direction I thought this opening would go. (laughs) I think I can safely say that. Did you think it would go in another direction? <laughs> Transition. It's just a word. So, what are we watching? <laughs> um, we're gonna watch an anime that I found on a. Uh, it was a. I think it was a top ten horror anime list Ooh. called Another. Ooh. I've been craving some spooky, scary horror gore, so I went in search of one, and this is what I found. Next. It's been six months since Halloween. We need her fix. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Halloween's half birthday, so we have to uh, <laughs> honor that. I'm craving it. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brendan, do you know anything about this show? I believe I've actually watched this one already. I say mm. believe mm. because I could not tell you anything about it. I, <laughs> like, I. Great sign. I don't, I honestly don't even know if I've watched the anime or if I read the manga. I, I know I've consumed the story at some point, and I could tell you nothing. I don't remember <laughs> anything. I don't know what happened at that point in my life, but that's gone. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Strong, lasting impact. <laughs> maybe, I don't know, maybe it was too traumatic and I repressed it. I don't Ooh. know. <laughs> mm. That would be fun. That would Ooh, be spicy. <laughs> Could you imagine? You just you just watch an anime and like a sleeper agent, you just activate. <laughs> just trigger something. <laughs> Where are these pictures of me in Rome? I don't remember being in Rome. What? Wait, when did this line up? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> it's coming back. Yeah, we come back from the break and I'm just screaming. I'm just screaming for like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> uh, so how about, uh, I mean, I, it's almost assured that Dugan knows nothing. But, uh, oh, yeah, God, God, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Dana, have you heard about it beyond this list or, like, anyone talking about it or 
Amelia. Um, looking at the like art, I feel like I've seen that girl with the eye patch mm-hmm. before. But also, it could be another girl with an eye patch because <laughs> that happens in anime. That should be on the bingo card too. Girl with an eye patch. It doesn't happen quite enough, but it it's hard when anime is like, yeah, let's give people like distinct styles and have like funky hair and all that stuff and like distinguishing features. But they have to do it so everyone has a wild distinguishing feature, and then <laughs> they start to blend together. Yeah. It's like, oh god, which eye patch girl is this? Yeah, it's right. it's always like spot the protagonist in any anime scene, and it's like, oh, it's very clear. Except for I think in Mob Psycho, I've seen uh, people do it online where they're just like, I genuinely don't know because Mob is so plain looking. Mm. And then in uh, My Hero Academia, because everyone's so bonkers in that show, so it's like, ah, pff, it could be any of these kids. <laughs> and they all are. It is all, Important well. Important boys. <laughs> it ends up just becoming the main three by the end. Anyway, I still love My it's Hero. I don't, like, I don't like that they dropped the ensemble cast. Boo. Yeah. Boo. I haven't watched uh, it. Yeah, I, have, I haven't seen it since, like, episode four of the show. So, anyway. <laughs> I've watched a lot of it, but not a lot of it in terms of how much there is now. Yeah. I still like it, but, I mean, I'm a sucker for superhero stuff. Anyway, horror. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we're going to watch the first three episodes. Let's uh, uh, go, go spook it up. Uh, spooky, scary <laughs> skeletons and shivers down your spine. The pace of this show is about this <laughs> fast. <laughs> and I want to pull my eyes out. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, I was unders- so looking forward to what you were about to say. For some reason, in my mind, I was like, teeth? <laughs> <laughs> well, body part you're going to rip out. out. Oh no, I I uh I gave that intro thing more interesting things to look forward to than the show did. Uh-huh. I felt suspense. <laughs> I want to pull out my small intestines. Ooh, that's an organ most people don't go for. Well done, well done. That's a Ooh, fun one. Ooh. <laughs> it's long. Uh but yeah. yeah, um this is almost an hour of the one conversation in the horror movie of mm-hmm. Ah. Don't go up on that house on the hill there, you see? <laughs> but for Stephen an hour. King, what? Where are we? <laughs> yeah, this, like, we have episodes where I feel like I've said, like, this episode could be half an hour. This is another one. Because it's just the same thing <laughs> it's over another. and over again. Until something else happens. Yeah, my notes, I literally stopped taking notes for a bit because it is literally the same information we get in the info dump at the beginning of the first episode so yep um yeah this will probably be quick because it's just (laughs) the same same thing thing. the same vague warnings about an old mystery hey guys you want to talk about my hero academia again i'm fine with that we can come (laughs) we can roll back to that after we talk about this yeah we'll see how much time is left on the clock here we, here we go. At the end of the episode, to keep you around, listener, I'll make actual good horror recommendations. Oh! Here we go. And for anyone and when who I say likes actual this good sh- horror recommendations, I mean, like, 
the four horror movies I actually like. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who actually likes this show, sorry for what you're about to hear. Yeah. Well, I mean, this could be a fun one. People like when we get mad. Hey, so. listener, we love you. We love you. Hey, this hey, isn't even a recommendation. You. If you you're like this valid show. in your choices of media. <laughs> you're clenching your hand. You're hurting me. <laughs> Stop shaking me. Stop shaking. <laughs> so, um, in episode one, we open on a dam and ominous music, and a guy is telling a story about someone named Misaki. Uh, she was popular, and after she was, they they say like, oh, she was beautiful and she was good at everything. She was popular, and then after ninth grade started, she died. Um, but she died in like an accident. Um, and then one kid was like, but she's still at her desk. And then just from that day on, the whole class acted like she was still alive. Um, and then, uh. The girl, whoever he's talking to, responds and it's like, that's kind of creepy. Um, and like, this is, uh, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's fun. Like a class that goes bonkers because they pretend that a student is still alive. That's cool and fun. That has promise. <laughs> but we don't get to see any of that. This is false hope. Yeah. Um, but so they keep pretending she's alive until graduation, and then he's like, but there's more to this story, and then, it, um, that's all, like, that's pretty much the extent of we hear of the story as well, for the rest of the three episodes. <laughs> yeah, so retold. this, like, four-minute info dump is just gonna be regurgitated at least three times each episode for the next three episodes. Mm-hmm. Zoids ain't looking that bad now, is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Harry different, different bad. Um, <laughs> so then we get the opening, and I like all like the creepy dolls and stuff. Like that's fun. The, I was, I was so like, oh wow, this is interesting and fun. How good! <laughs> I'm so looking forward to this. I'm still, yeah, I still have hope. <laughs> um, and then we see a boy in a hospital. This is Koichi. He's our main character. Um, he apologizes to his grandmother. And uh, she's like, it's okay. Like, <laughs> you were badly injured. Um, and then he asks her if she told his dad, who is on a trip to India. And we hear that over and over again, too. Mm-hmm. Um, Can't let like you a- forget. Nope. nope, he's on a business trip to India, but his mother is dead. Chill. So, dead parent club. Um, and he says, his grandma says that she hasn't told him, and he's like, okay, I want to tell him myself. Um, and then his grandma is praising his father, saying like, oh, after after your mom died, like, he's been so strong, pushing through, still working. Um, and then there's another girl. Uh, and there's another girl in the room. Her name's Reiko. I think that's like his <laughs> aunt. I think this is like his mother's family. I think it's never established. Mm. Completely unclear. Yeah. But later so, on, he asks her info about his mom. So he can't quite. Or, yeah. Somehow related to the mom. Yeah. But so she, Reiko, points out the high school that Koichi will be going to. Uh, and she's like, oh, public schools are a little different than private schools, but, like, I'll help you fit in. So this is a rich boy, rich boy from Tokyo that's used to going to private schools. Ooh, fancy lad. Fancy lad. 
Um, and then the nurse comes in with some kids from the school. And it is at this point that it is, it's, she like establishes that he likes horror because she comes in and she's like, oh, you're reading like a Stephen King book? Oh, Mr. Horror Fanatic. Um, and then uh, he, she leaves with the, the students and we get Ida, Glasses Girl, and Izumi. <laughs> <laughs> That's her actual name. Um, Edie, Ida, Leda Ida. Um. But so uh, they, they've brought him flowers and are there to welcome him. He was supposed to start on Monday, but then whatever happened to him happened. We still don't know what happened to him. And like, you hope, you hope it's something fun and spooky. But in reality, <laughs> he just has a collapsed lung. I mean, he's in the hospital. He's in the hospital. Do you hope that something fun happens? <laughs> like, yeah, oh man, something I hope fun he's severed and a foot. <laughs> Yeah, I hope something supernatural happened to him. <laughs> um, but so uh, he says he moved to this uh, town for for family reasons. Um, and then Ida gives him a copy of the notes from the class. And he like starts to say something and then trails off. And then Izumi is like, can we call you by your first name? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then she shakes his hand. And then she's like, are you sure you've never lived here before? And he's like, I think I would have remembered if I've lived here. You'd think. <laughs> um, and then that night, we see him going on the elevator, and there's a girl with an eye patch in there. Uh, and they stand in silence, uh, and she's wearing a school uniform, so uh, he asks her if she goes to the junior high, and she nods, and then he's like, he notices that they're going to the second basement. And uh, he's like, what are you doing down there? And she's like, I have something to deliver to my poor other half. And then I was like, I bet it's the morgue. Yeah, so we're clear here that she's like a ghost, right? Everyone, yeah. everyone was like, oh, yeah, ghost. Yeah. Ghost. Cool. So established here ghost for an intelligent, not even an intelligent, it's laid on very <laughs> thick, just the average viewer can be like, yes. okay, ghost. It's a ghost. Um, cool. <laughs> just need to firmly establish where we knew that was a fact. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the moment he walks in the elevator um, by himself, and then there's another girl all there, all of a sudden there, ghost. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so this was my thing also about him in the elevator. Like, where was he going? He gets in and then doesn't press any buttons. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. He's like, he's oh. just taking the ride. He's like, you're going down to the second uh, floor basement. It's like, are you? Because you didn't, you didn't hit the button, man. Oh. Where are you going, Koichi? Yeah. Uh, but so she has a weird doll with her, and then she gets off the elevator, and he calls after her, and he's like, wait, what's your name? And she's like, my name is Misaki May, and you're like, ah, Misaki, she's the ghosty. Hmm. Even if you didn't get that in the elevator right away. Her name is the name of the girl that died. Um, and then it is the morgue. I'm a genius. Um, uh, um, and then uh, we, we go to Koichi's house and there's a bird. They have a pet bird that talks. And in the Japanese, it sounds like a bird, like imitating someone's voice. But in the English, they didn't do that one. <laughs> it just sounds like a human. We should say this dub is not good. Not good. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I love four kids. 
This is, uh, there, there's um, literally yeah, when like the kids are talking to him in the hospital room. There's like long silences, and he just goes like, "So, were you, you here to talk to me about something?" It's like you you <laughs> couldn't fix that. You couldn't find some it's, way to make that work and not just setting, be like, "Oh, we have to oh. keep this awkward silence in here. We have to honor this." It's essential to the plot. It's the tone of the show. It's the uncomfortable. I don't know. Fuck. No, yeah, this is just God piss poor it's just uh, bad. pacing. <laughs> yep. Um, but so Koichi wakes up. He's getting a call from his dad and his dad is wishing him luck on his first day at school. And then they talk about his collapsed lung and he's like, it's not the end of the world. I had one when I was younger. And I'm like, are collapsed lungs normal? Like, what is the stat? What are the stats on collapsed lungs? And then they're talking about whether or not they're hereditary. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I mean, maybe like weak lungs. Like maybe there's a specific condition that results in a collapsed lung. But like collapsed lung itself isn't hereditary. I mean, it's uh, my best friend in high school uh, had a collapsed lung and uh, his was because he was like six foot two and like barely 160 pounds. He was like oh. a big spaghetti noodle. So it's yeah, just so it's like a health thing. Just like, uh, oh, yeah, it just couldn't support it because you're stretched so thin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember Olivia Benson got a punctured lung, but that's because she was stabbed by a perp she was chasing in an episode of Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Sorry, where are we? I smelled toast. Hey, yeah, slightly um, different. So, <laughs> uh, but so his dad is like, "Don't worry about it. Enjoy your life. Bye, son." Um, God, India's hot. It's so goddamn hot. It's so hot. <laughs> India's so hot. Um, and then he like talks to the bird. And then I'm like, the bird must come in later. Like, later in the uh, series, the bird must, like, start saying something. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. Uh, but anyway. Okay, good. I'm smart. This is... <laughs> wow, foreshadowing's my expertise. <laughs> um, and then we see Reiko. It's like a flashback of Reiko giving him advice. And she's like, you gotta follow the class rules. It's group over individual here. Oh, and the fourth rule is, but we don't get to hear it ever. Um... And then he talks to his grandpa, um, who is uh, praying at, like, uh, an altar, a shrine. Um, And uh, it's, like, for his mom. So, yes, I suppose this is his mother's parents. Yeah. Um, Ritsuko is his mother's name. Um, And then he goes to school. Um, He's being escorted to his class by a man with glasses and Miss Mikami. She's the assistant homeroom teacher. She's a, a MILF. Um, <laughs> check don't know if she has kids but that's her type um, and I think the other guy is the teacher uh, Koichi introduces himself to the class and they're all super quiet um, and then the teacher is like if you all work together you'll graduate in perfect health and I'm like wow what a not weird thing to, to say at all <laughs> you won't have um, a punctured lung like this asshole over here <laughs> what a weak idiot. <laughs> um, and then he goes to his seat and he sees Misaki and she has the main character window seat. Um, so she's important. Damn, I forgot that's with the bingo card. Mm. Um, and then, oh, this was my favorite part in the dub. A student goes up to him and says, are you all healed up? And he responds with, yeah, I do. <laughs> that doesn't I make that. any sense. <laughs> 
I didn't even catch that. <laughs> Where was the QC team? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Grammar? <laughs> and then we just get this extended sequence of all of his classmates asking questions about himself. And we, like, see them all about himself. And, like, then we, like, see them all individually. Um, and they're, like, asking him about Tokyo. And they're like, nothing happens in our country town. Yeehaw. <laughs> Giddy up. Um, and they start asking him, like, personal questions, and they say that they know all of this stuff because the teachers talked about him, which is weird. Um, and then one of the girls is like, what type of girl do you like? And he's like, why are you asking me? <laughs> Calm down, thirst. Um, and then they don't answer that question. They just keep asking him questions. It's all very overwhelming. Um, and then Koichi mentions that he doesn't see Izumi, who is one of the girls who came to see him in the hospital. And then they just, like, breeze past it. Um, which I thought was intentional, but I also think, I think now it was just bad writing. <laughs> because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, and then they're in PE. Koichi doesn't get to do the run. And then a kid sitting with him is like, do you like running? And he's like, yeah, I do. But right now I can't because of my whole lung thing. And then the other boy is like, I can't because I have a heart condition. God, I wish I could know how it feels to run. And I'm like, you're not missing much. <laughs> you know, walking? Sucks. Imagine more of it. Imagine it sucked. <laughs> Imagine yeah. it sucked. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the kid with the heart problem gets up and he's like, I'm going to go to the nurse's office to lay down. And then Koichi's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, it's fine. And then he leaves. And then the glasses girl comes up and she's like, hey, where'd he go? And you see that she has a sprained ankle. Uh, and she sits on the bench and he's like, hey, why does class three have PE on their own? Like, unlike other schools where classes have PE together. And she's like, oh, one and two go together and four and five go together. But we're different. Um, and then she's like, oh, when you were on your tour, did uh, did they tell you anything? And he's like, no, it was just like a normal tour. And then she seems shocked. <laughs> And it, it doesn't matter. Um, and then he's like, hey, where's Misaki? And then she gets really nervous. And she's like, who? And he's like, he just sees Misaki on the roof and leaves. <laughs> Doesn't say anything. He just runs away. Bye, plain girl. Um, goodbye. I'm going to go talk to the girl with the eye patch and red eye. <laughs> uh, and then he approaches her and he's like, why are you up here? And she's like, I don't know. Why are you up here? And then she hides her sketch pad behind her back, so she must be drawing something spooky. Um, Hentai. <laughs> and then she, he asks her how she spells her name, and she says it's with the same characters as Sympathy and Scream. And I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> spooky. Love that. Crazy. I use um, letters. Well, it's Japanese. Kanji and Um... Uh, and then um, he's like, you remember meeting me at the hospital? And she's like, no, you should stop asking me questions. <laughs> Something sad happened that day for me. So I need you to stop asking questions. I need I to be some. as obtuse as possible in this pilot episode of a show. <laughs> I need for no plot to progress at all. The mystery. Yeah. Um, and then... Um, she tells him that their classmates associate his name with death. Ooh. For some reason, she says a cruel and irrational death that took place at the school. And she's like, this, cool, this school is especially close to death. 
especially class three. And I'm like, that's just an on the nose joke about you being a ghost. (laughs) Uh, And she won't tell him what's going on, but someone will. Joke's on us. No one does. (laughs) Um, uh, And then she leaves. And like my theory at this point is that like someone in his family killed her or someone with his name killed her. But again, we don't. It doesn't matter. Don't find out. Uh, don't find out. Uh, and then he heads home after school. His grandma's driving him home. And she's like, you getting along with your classmates? And he's like, yeah, whatever. And then he sees Misaki standing in the rain. And that's episode one. Yeah. <laughs> let's go again. Let's go again. <laughs> yeah. Let's watch the same episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My notes are very different. <laughs> Um, yeah, so episode two starts, uh, I watch the dubs, and they keep referring to him by, uh, his other name, uh, Saka Kabari, and, uh, I heard Capybara, so that's what I called him for all my notes. Love I it. called him boy, cause who fucking gives a shit? That's fair. <laughs> Main character. Uh, we get a few establishing establishing shots of a school, and then we land on, uh, what was her name, Misaki? Yeah, Misaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sitting on a bench by herself, and uh, Capybara walks up and starts talking to her. And he's like, oh, gee, I don't see you around a lot. Why are you trying to avoid... Uh, whatever. And uh, she asks if he's okay with this. And then the wind just picks up, and we see a bunch of like flower petals fly all around. And she says that it may have already started, and if it did, it's too late to stop. We have no context for this. Mm. And it never gets really answered, so... Uh? And, like, I'm all about the slow burn first show. Like, Yeah, I'm you f- are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with that, and I understand we only watched the first three episodes, but, like, we get nothing. Like, we get nothing. We really don't get any, like, nips of a plot developing until, like, the very end of, like, episode three. So it's like, you could sprinkle this a little more. These fishes are dying for some food, and you just gotta sprinkle a little flakes on the top. You're giving us nothing. Licking the side of the tank for the algae. Uh, we get the opening, and then we come back to an art class they're having. And one kid, they're all painting a still life of like fruit in the bowl, the standard. One kid's painting a lemon, but he's painting it as, uh, was it Alfred Monk's or Albert Monk's The Scream? Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought you were going to say Alfred Molina. <laughs> I, was so, I was so excited. <laughs> I was thinking of Monk, but I definitely had Molina in my head, like visually. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking of Doc Ock from Spider-Man Two. <laughs> and this kid's just turning the lemon into the scream painting, and getting strong lemon grab vibes from Adventure Time here. So <laughs> I was happy for like a hot second. And they start, uh, Capybara starts talking to the art kid. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm in the art club, so like the teacher lets me get away with dumb shit like this because I do it all the time." And then we see the Jocko over in the corner trying to do the same thing and turning the apple into, like, a monster. And she's like, knock it off. Only he gets special treatment because he's art kid. You're jock kid. You get special treatment in gym class. And that's when uh, they're talking about clubs for a bit. He's like, yo, you should join the art club. And uh, Kathy Barr notices that uh, Misaki's not in the class again and uh, cuts them walking after class down the hallway. And with, with art kid, and he starts talking about the scream painting he was doing on the lemon. And he's like, doesn't the scream, like, make you feel uneasy? Like, isn't it kind of, like, grotesque and hard to look at? He's like, yeah, but that's why I like it. I'm a weirdo. And he's like, uh, 
He's like, but sometimes, you know, uh, you gotta, you know, look at stuff like that. You can't always pretend like everything's good all the time. You know, sometimes you gotta look at something like that and admit like, yeah, this makes me uncomfortable and I have to, you know, embrace that. And, uh, it's right around when Jocko shows up, uh, wanting to talk about the teacher, trying to derail and, uh, go to a new subject. Cat Bard's like, nah, man, we're talking about weird dark shit. Let me brood in this dark moment. I'm God, man. <laughs> and uh, Jocko's like, oh, man, yeah, I understand that feeling. I understand being disappointed. I remember I was so excited to be in uh, this grade, and then I found out I was in the cursed class three. And when he says that, him and the art kid both just go like, like, he said it. He acknowledged it, that class three's cursed. Oh, he mentioned the main plot of the show. That's illegal can't do that what about the mystery oh you can't explicitly say things that are relevant to the story and uh after he says that he pretty much says like anyway something entirely different like he segues so hard out (laughs) of it and uh no the number of segues away from actual interesting plot related (laughs) shit made my blood boil it's like Should've every time tally. they like tiptoed up to the ledge, they're like, ooh, we're going to advance the plot a little bit. And then someone tackles them out of the way and is like, oh, studying for exams is hard, huh? <laughs> Get down, Mr. President. <laughs> That's why I like shows where they just blow open your window with a small blonde child and a book and they're just like, here's the plot. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, they try and talk about something else. And that's when uh, Kathy Barr notices uh, Misaki in, like, a library by herself. And he's like, oh, see, guys, my girlfriend's waiting for me. And just kind of wanders. He's just so fucking obsessed with her. He just disappears from whatever else he's doing and goes to her like a magnet. He's enthralled. Oh, the mystery of the eye patch. And uh, She's like a manic pixie dream girl for him. <laughs> a mm-hmm. manic gothic dream girl. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he goes in the room and shuts the door behind him. And, like, as he's going into the room, both uh, the other two kids are like, wait, don't go. And the door shuts. And I guess they cease to exist. I guess I had, I'm i a toddler and don't have object permanence because they could have stopped him. <laughs> but they just let him go in here. So, like, it's on them, I guess. <laughs> he goes up to uh, Masaki and she's uh, doing, like, figure drawings. Like, pretty much drawing herself, it looks like. And, uh... They talk about the drawing for a bit, and then all of a sudden, this creepy librarian shows up saying, like, you shouldn't be here, but you're welcome to be here anytime, except for now, get to class. It's like, thank you for the sage advice, librarian. Great. Good. Good stuff. And uh, he doesn't even acknowledge Masaki at all. Weird. <laughs> oh, if only they didn't establish he's a ghosted episode ago. <laughs> Maybe we'd feel spooks right now. I don't know what you're talking about. I saw her talking to Haley Joe Osmond, and, like, they seem fine. Yeah, they're just chilling, hanging out. Hanging out. The Bruce Willis is there, too. Uh, The gang's all here. The gang's all here. (laughs) And then we cut to Capybara hanging out uh, with his aunt uh, after school, or talking about school. And his aunt's just drinking, like, it's like a beer, and she pours, like, tomato juice in it or something. Like, the fuck? And, uh... That's like a michelada. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's that big drink where it's like it's like a slush inside, but sometimes it's Ugh. made with like clamato or tomato juice, Ugh. and then you put a a beer in it, and as you drink it, the beer like goes into it, and that's where the alcohol comes from. I've never had one. Don't get me wrong. That sounds. <laughs> but I just know that awful. they exist. Yeah, no, I'm good. Well, like. Eh. 
Well, like they do it with like fruit too, like fruit flavors. See, I can get that. Anyway, anyway. I don't really drink. Maybe it's a, maybe it's an allusion to a Bloody Mary. An interesting horror yeah. story. <laughs> Anytime uh-huh. Clamato is brought up, I'm like, I think I'll pass. I'm not I'm a for some reason. I think there's a drink someone like in my neighborhood drank called a Bloody Caesar, and it was like tomato juice, clam juice, and like vodka or something. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, don't get me wrong, I come from the clam state, so like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down city. for clams, but uh, I've put them in a time. drink. <laughs> Uh, so he's talking to his aunt, and uh, he's talking about, like, oh, I want to attend, like, a fine art school. I want to study, like, sculpting and carving. And she basically says, like, oh, your dad won't like that, and you're probably going to fail if you try. But uh, what's the point of giving up before you even make the attempt? And it's like, well, you just told me the point of giving up before I make this. So, like, <laughs> what are you telling me here? Like, you told me to don't bother, but then also, I should, what? So, uh, dis- disappointment from my uh, uh, guardians? <laughs> Strange. Is that a reason? <laughs> and uh then we get some random uh inner shot cuts of a uh, the bird and then some mannequins and it's like and then back to the hospital uh and then Cappy Barr is visiting the nurse that was taking care of him for some reason i guess i don't know i've been to the hospital i didn't go back to see the staff uh he asked he pulls her off her duty she takes a break and he asks about if a girl died in this hospital last monday while he was still here he heard a rumor She's like, I don't know, if I, no one died on my shift, I'm a good nurse. And uh, Capybar asks, he's like, what about the girl that was in the basement? Ah, fucking, I don't know, you were in the elevator with her, you probably know more. Uh, and he mentions he saw her with the eye patch, and the nurse was like, well, she's an eye patch, she's probably in like, the optometry ward, so that's not my department, I'll ask around and go against the Hippocratic Oath I talk about uh, keeping yeah, confidential information. Is... But She's a bad nurse. <laughs> She's like, I'll make a deal with you. I'll tell you if I find out anything, but you have to tell me why you're interested. It's like, no, it's the other, you do the other one first. Yeah. You shouldn't be giving out this information willy-nilly. Mm-mm. And, uh, yeah, she says, like, oh, I'll, I'll, yeah, message you on the phone, and it's this break of an Ikea, of an Ikea, of a Nokia phone. Uh, so I guess. <laughs> no, it's an more. Ikea phone. It's an Ikea. She built it herself. She you built it yourself. Yeah. It took six hours on a Saturday, and there's a bunch of assorted screws that are left over. The relationship didn't last. She ended up breaking up with her uh, significant other. They couldn't find a goddamn Allen wrench. <laughs> um, so it's uh, basically all we get with the nurse. And then uh, next day at class, they're learning about haikus. Uh, haikus. And this reminded me of ha- haikus. This reminded me of haiku. And I started thinking about those boys again. Because goddamn it, that show hooked me fucking hard. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> fucking love haiku now. Uh, Capybara notices that uh, Pigtail Girl is staring at him again. I forgot her name already. Who cares? Easy me. It doesn't matter. Girl. (laughs) Girl. No, she doesn't have glasses. (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm thinking of other... They're two different girls. It truly doesn't matter. I don't know why I care. (laughs) It doesn't matter. And uh, because she was staring at him, that means she's going to stop him after school with Glasses Girl, with Lady Ida. And uh, they talked to... Uh, what was it? They start asking him about his history again, being like, "You sure you didn't live here?" It's like, "I'm pretty sure I didn't live here." <clears throat> she's mad. She's like, "Well, I'm the head of countermeasures." He's like, "Hold up, the fuck does that mean? Like, that's not a normal school thing." And she says, "Like, oh, well, as the head of countermeasures, I take countermeasures and like plan ahead and execute different plans to protect the whole class." It's like that's 
super vague and weird. <laughs> I'm that the class counterintelligence agent. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, you know, shouldn't an adult be doing that and not just a random student? That seems important. But also, why is this class targeted? And Adults don't have the ingenuity to set up uh, Home Alone style traps like I do. <laughs> also, there's tripwire everywhere. Yeah. Watch your step. Don't go down the east corridor. <laughs> Paint buckets every over over every door. I got a tarantula somewhere. I kind of lost them though. Uh, we lost our math uh, budget on uh, on nail guns last year. <laughs> and uh, so she uh, goes to tell him. Uh, the position that all of class three is in, and the other two students stop her and pull her away, saying, don't tell them about that thing we have to tell everyone about and warn them about. It's like, okay. And because they left Capybara alone for a second, he wanders off to find Masaki, who walked by. Like a child. Like a goddamn lovesick puppy. <laughs> and he follows her home for a bit, but he loses the trail, and he gets lost. And then he's just out in front of this weird old building that says, the hollow blue eyes of Yomi at twilight. It's like, cool. If I was in middle school, I would just sit fuck right off and go home. Like, I don't know why this captivated him so. I'd be like, candle store. Got it. Got it. Moving on. <laughs> uh, Crystals. Witch shop. <laughs> Chalk of realignment. Got it. Not interesting. <laughs> Bath and, bombs. Great. What other uh, <laughs> uh, kitschy stuff can we list? <laughs> what other Bed Bath & Beyond <laughs> merchandise can we name? Uh, and while he's standing out in front of the store, he's just looking in the window, and there's just this weird doll sitting in display. And uh, that's when he gets a call from the nurse. And as he's talking to her, uh, she says, like, oh, a junior high girl died here. Uh, and then the phone starts cutting out. And we see this, and we saw this a bit in episode one and now in episode two. And then we saw it a bit in episode two, and then it revealed in episode three. When they t- he talks on the phone to someone, the phone will start cutting out, like, and get staticky, and we can't really hear what they're saying anymore. But then in the next episode, they play back the sound of that, the dialogue of that person talking crystal clear. So that way it reveals the clue of what they said to you, but they obscured it in the moment. So in episode mm. three, he remembers her talking and we get the whole dialogue. But in episode two, we get it all jargled. I don't know why. It's it's mm. very much a fuck you of we need this to be mysterious, but we don't want there to be a valid reason that this uh, information was obscured. So it's obscured at the moment, but when it's plot necessary, yeah, fuck it. We'll just pull it out because she said it out loud. So it's out in the universe now. <laughs> it irritates the hell out of me because it's a mystery. And it's like, ah, try and figure it out before we reveal the plot. And then when they do, they're just like, haha, you dumb idiot. You didn't figure it out in time. It's like, no, because you purposely obscured the clues and facts that would lead me up to that conclusion. Like, you didn't do a mystery where I could figure it out. You just lied and hid stuff, unnecessary information that would, like, breadcrumb me to the mystery. And it annoys the hell out of me where they're just like, ha, you idiot. You didn't figure it out. God damn it. You just lied the whole time. How could I? But it's like... Everything's also so fucking obvious that they don't even need to do that. It's like, oh, it's the one gross girl, right? Uh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. Cool. Great. All right. Cool. Oh, God. Anyway, like we find out in like episode three, I was going to say now, uh, uh, the girl that died wasn't, uh, she had a different uh, last name, or no, she was like a single child and had the same last name as uh, Misaki. So it's like, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Um and then while after he's on the phone, he goes into the little shop because I guess he's just got time to kill. And uh, little shop. 
Stop it. We can't keep referencing good media here. We need to be in the sunken place. (laughs) And there's just this little lady sitting behind a desk, and she's just surrounded by a bunch of these weird dolls. She's like, why is a middle school here? All right, whatever. Just don't fuck stuff up, I guess. And she's just very vague and cryptid, but she doesn't do anything, so. Just like everyone else in this (laughs) goddamn show. Yes. No one gives a shit in this town. And he just wanders around the store that's just got a bunch of creepy dolls in it. And then uh, after a while, he walks downstairs, and then he's in just this workshop, I guess. I I suppose this this area is not off limits. And he sees half-finished dolls and, like, different parts of them sitting around. And then uh, he looks and sees one doll that's just, like, in a coffin. And it's got very similar hair to Misaki. And, like, similar eyes. And, like, just a very similar look to her. And he goes, Mizuki? Is that you? She's like, how'd you know I was here? And it cuts to a way where it looks like he's just talking to the coffin, and presumably the doll in the coffin. And then eventually she walks out. Turns out she was behind the curtain that was behind the doll in the coffin. Pay no mind to the woman behind the curtain. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know why she thought he saw her when she's clearly behind the curtain. But she's also a ghost. So whatever. And uh, when she walks out, she's like, yeah, why do you think this doll looked like me? Because it looks exactly like me? Well, only half of me. Wink. Well, I guess for her, it's blink. Because eye patch. So she's saying, like, oh, yeah, I come here. People think these dolls are creepy and people don't understand them. But I don't mind. Do you? He's like, nah, I don't mind. It's like, yeah, that's why you're both here. That didn't need to be said. And she's like, well, these are two of my favorite dolls. And then she just goes over to two dolls that are kind of, like, leaning against each other. And they have, like, very sad expressions on their face. And for some goddamn reason have nipples. But none of the other dolls do. (laughs) Felt like that was a weird thing they wanted to highlight. (laughs) That was a choice. Yeah. And she says, like, oh, it's uh, so weird uh, how calm they are despite being, like, connected to each other. And, uh... Capybara's like, yeah, they're calm because they have each other. They have someone, like, to be with, so they're calm. She's like, no, they would be more calm if they were separated. It's like, thanks for your doll theory. Uh, Don't know what (laughs) this is. I thought we were yes-anding. Improv, baby. Uh, And then she just turns around sharply, and she says, like, do you want to see what's under my eye patch? And she goes to take it off, but the camera's cut in a way so we don't see it. And then the, this, like, it's not even music. It's just this very loud, like, jittery scratching noise gets louder and louder. And, like, tonight is just going nuts. And mm-hmm. uh, mm. it cuts away before we see anything interesting. Shocker. I was so hoping this is where uh, things would get wacky. It's just a hollow Ho- eye full hoping. of centipedes or something. Yeah, some bullshit like that. It's just Pennywise in there. Hello. <laughs> Okay, so let's let's break down the timeline of this reveal. So, end of episode two, she's like, do you want to see what's under my eye patch? And slowly we fade up. And then, end of episode. So, presumably, about a week goes by between episodes. Right. We come back in, we start episode three. Same exact footage. Do you want to see what's under my eye patch? Zoom up. And... Opening credits. So, really drawing this out. This is going to be great, huh? It's going to be real good. It's going to be a big reveal. So spooky. This is she's going to like stab him or something. This is where it gets good. Yeah. 
So, back from opening credits. Do you want to see what's under my eye patch? <laughs> right, Pan right, up. Right. It it's comes. a green eye. <laughs> Fuck! It's just another eye! Fuck, she's got heterochromia. <laughs> she has a fucking different colored eye, and that's the reveal they teased for over a week. <laughs> they had to show you three times the suspense buildup to be like, Ah, I have a glass doll's eye. But... You're in a doll shop. I fucking figured. But it doesn't look (laughs) different. Like, it's just a different color. It doesn't look like, oh, that's obviously a glass doll eye. Like, she has to explain that rather than just, like, showing it looking different than her other eye. Uh, Rather than just the eye. Is it, like, cursed or something? No. It's a glass eye. It's my eye. Also, it made me so fucking mad. (laughs) Her normal eye is red. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. Red. Normal they establish color. red as a natural eye color. It's anime. <laughs> and then they're like, ah, oh, my spooky eye. So much mystery. And a normal pigmentation you would see on any human. Green. It's like, just fucking reverse <laughs> it. Why? Why? <laughs> but but that's why her doll, the doll was like her, or half like her, because she had a da- glass doll eye that was green like hers. Uh, also if her also if her eye that we see wasn't red maybe we wouldn't know that she's a ghost yeah (laughs) yeah Mm, if her eye was like brown it'd be like cool (sighs) whatever but red is like you're a ghost i have one red eye and under here is hazel (laughs) she's got pink Uh, eye (laughs) girl's gotta watch her face don't talk to me (laughs) uh okay so big reveal um, I'm going to try to speed through this because there is so much that is just retread and retread and retread. You can retread. just skip to the end. Yeah, yeah I want to talk about My Hero Academia. Let's yeah. This. So. I have my list. I wrote a list. <laughs> yeah, we'll go through this pretty quick. Um, takes off her eye patch. It's just green. And she's like, ah, I can see things I shouldn't. Cool. Does that factor into the show at all? No. No. Um, Are you going to tell us what that means? No. 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 Uh, so, uh, they're talking in the doll shop and he's like, what's this studio M in this building? And she's like, oh, that's where Karika makes dolls. Does it factor in? No. No. Um, (laughs) so ask why the doll looks like her and why in the hospital she was carrying a doll and what is up with a girl who died. So they literally tell the same exact story that we get. In the opening of episode one, literally the info dump at the start of the show, they're like, eh, let's devote uh, seven more minutes to that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, the, the class girl died. They uh, uh, One kid says he sees her and then they pretend she's not there. And then they go to the graduation and oh, her ghostly form appeared in the class photo. Huh? <gasps> but the photo they show us is so old, I honestly could not identify which face was supposed to be the ghost face because yeah they say she's like she looked so pale and like dead but she was smiling it's like they all look pale it's a black and white photo like they don't zoom in on her face they don't point it out i you gotta guess yeah i can i remember i like looked up more of this after watching the episodes and i started remembering stuff the person who it is is like a twist reveal so it, that's why the photo is like zoomed in on just the class, and it. I think in the later episodes it zooms out, and you see the ghost girl at the end of the like group picture, and you find out oh, it's her, it's blank person. So that's why it's like cropped, but it it's so bad. Can at, like, I also say, 
Like, I feel like part of, like, her death is like, ooh, they say it was an accident, but it was actually murder. But while she's telling the story this time, she's like, I heard it was a plane crash. Some people what? said it was a fire. All we know is it was an accident. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That's There's no theory that she was murdered? That blew my mind because they were like, yeah, this girl died, but no one's really sure how. It's like, this is a small-ass town. Like, if I know, like, old man Steve up the street died, it's a heart attack. There's no speculation of, like, I heard a monster came in and bit his head off or something. Like, no. Like, if it's a small town, you know what happens. The dude just died. Yeah. So, like... Especially I- if she's supposed to be this girl. Yeah. Because, like... The- Shouldn't she know how she died? Yeah, she should definitely well, know. But, like, well. if... Like, they never say, like, oh, well, yeah, she was never found. Like, her body was never found, so he couldn't do an autopsy. They're like, no, she died, likely an accident. And it's like, okay, if that's the case, there's a body that someone studied and was like, uh, yep, definitely blank is the cause of death. You know, medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Science. This was 26 years ago. They didn't have that kind of technology. <laughs> We're just huh. a simple farm town, and this is the year 1986. Here's the criminal's DNA sample. Hmm, gross. Moving on. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing about this. Like, this is where the plot also gets like twisted and confused because I thought that what we were seeing was like what the guy was talking about in the beginning. Like, I thought that this was the story of, like, the kid saying that he still sees her and that this will be the class that goes crazy. Yeah. But no. You know, an interesting (laughs) storyline. Yeah. You can set up mystery without just, like, obfuscation and just gaslighting your whole audience, like... Yeah, like, we, they dedicated three episodes to be like, oh, this fucking crazy shit went down 26 years ago. Anyways, let's talk about the aftermath <laughs> 26 years later where nothing happens. So, anyway, anyways, anyway. Uh, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, complainy rants as we go through this, <laughs> so maybe not as short as I anticipated. But, um, so, uh, it's closing time at the doll factory, and the clerk is like, all right, get the fuck out. And, Beat it, kid. And weird, Ghost Girl just disappeared and wasn't acknowledged by the clerk, huh? Nani? No. Wow. So, let's talk about bullshit that is not important now, because we're going and talking about high school entrance exams. Yay! <laughs> so, it's just an extended, I put in quotes, character development thing, as everyone's <laughs> like, oh, where do you want to go to high school? Oh, I think my grades are good enough to go to school and blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, I don't know. My family doesn't want me to go that far. Blah, blah, blah. A rivalry of people. Blah. Who gives a shit? So <laughs> they're talking vaguely about that. It's starting to rain. It's school is ended. And uh, Glasses Girl is like, Oh, the main character, you forgot your umbrella. Do you you think you want to walk home with me? It's very cold in the school. It's very drafty. Yes. Yeah, she's shivering. (laughs) Go to school on the ice planet Hoth. So uh, they're uh, walking home together. The girl's talking about how she wants to go to Tokyo but can't afford it. I, they vaguely mentioned, like, class trip stuff. I thought they were talking about, like, where they were going for high school. I don't know. Who It was irrelevant. Cares? Who they, cares? Yeah, yeah so, at the end of the matter. But, like, even the simple stuff, they cannot say clearly. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I thought class trips were in ninth grade. Yeah, but ours is in eighth grade. Okay, but instead it's like a five minute conversation. It's like it's, you just had to say that. You know, you could. This is a horror slice of life where nothing happens. <laughs> this is a real time telling of a horror story of oh. like, oh, I saw a ghost on Monday. Uh, well, let's in real time get to Thursday when I see the ghost again. <laughs> so um, as they're walking, they're about to leave the building and a uh, uh, main character boy is like, hey, what is Misagi like? Or what, what, what was she like? And a girl starts to cry, and she says, uh, don't say that again. Uh, oh, no, no, we can't, we don't talk about that. If it wasn't clear from no one answering anything you asked <laughs> since you started going here. Um, you idiot, we told you not to talk about that. No, you didn't. Oh, fuck. So, um, it says there's a... Uh, uh, ask about the class three from 26 years ago, and... She's like, oh, the story you heard, the story we can't, we can only uh, say off camera and not to you directly. <laughs> well, that was only the first year. There's more <laughs> to the story, but we're not getting to it now because fuck you. <laughs> and uh, another guy comes out and he's like, hey, don't fucking talk about it. Blech. Um, so he goes home and, uh, Rico comes in and he's like, hey, what, what class was my mom in? And, 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 uh, it's com. I, like, I can't even want to talk about it. Yeah. She's like, she literally tells him to wait. Like, uh, this will all be revealed later. Literally, the show tell In the showrunner being like, "Keep watching, sweetie. <laughs> Please, just stay with us. We promise it's gonna pay off. Just like her eye thing. That was a good reveal, right? Yeah. <laughs> just keep watching, audience. I got a three episode plot that I got to stretch across twelve episodes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the next day at school, goes goes and sees Ghost Girl on the roof, but." Goes up to see her, and she's not there. Uh, the boy calls him and says, like, Ah, oh, you gotta stop investigating this uh, Class 3 from 26 years ago shit. And literally tells him, I will tell you next month if you drop it. <laughs> it's like, are you yeah, fucking, fucking kidding wild. me? What I'll high schooler is, like, measuring, like, Yeah, in a month's time, I can discuss the events that you're investigating now. <laughs> Like, no one even talks like that. That's not even like a, uh, okay, this is a plot device, it'll pay off later. It's just literally like, oh, sorry, my schedule's a little busy. Can I pencil you in for, uh, July? <laughs> hey, Brendan, what's your favorite color? Hmm, I'll tell you in January. <laughs> what? Fuck well, off. Even this is like... Like, this is important information this kid should know in order to act accordingly. To the class rules. Yeah, if it's so urgent. And they're so just urgent. like, we're not gonna, just wait, hold on. Yeah. This is super important you do this specific thing, but I'm not telling you. Why? Don't worry, I'll explain it in time. Well, I'm investigating now, so I'll get to it first. So, uh, <laughs> you do nothing to deter me. <laughs> Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so then we get told that uh, oh, they're, they're, mm, I gave you the wrong name. The the hospital death girl was a Misagi, not Misagi. What? Okay. I think the difference was like one was with a Misagi versus Misaki. 
Yeah. And it's like, uh, wh- wh- why? Why? <laughs> trying to th- why? Trying to throw you off the trail of like, oh, it's not the obvious ghost girl. So uh, like, great. Cool. Yeah. Great. All right. Sweet. So they take their exams. He finishes early and meets Ghost Girl out in the hallway, who also finished early. And he's like, uh, uh, "Wow, you you are always done with your classwork early, and I've never seen you in a classroom or talk to another person. That's that's just a weird coincidence, right?" And she's like, "Uh, she mentions like Misaki was her cousin or something." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he asks for the story. And this at the end of episode three. Okay, remember how ten minutes into the first episode we're like, yeah, that's the ghost? That's the ghost. End of episode three is where they're like, surprise, I'm a ghost. Whoa! Fucking obviously! That's not a spooky reveal when you spell it out in the first goddamn act of your series. For the first 40 minutes of your show. Yikes, Scoob. It's a guh, 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 ghost. (laughs) Whoa. Sorry, that's a faster pace than this show ever hit. Sorry, we gotta turn it down. Um, So yeah, um, and then the glasses girl comes out of class, sees sees him either talking to no one or sees the ghost girl unestablished. She just freaks the fuck out. Yeah, I think she sees her. I think that's why she freaks out. Okay, because I've seen this in like a few other stuff, especially with ghost stuff, where it irritates me more of like, oh, that person's not actually there. But then someone will see the main character with that person and react and get scared. So it's like, if no one else sees them, then you're just reacting to this one dude by himself. Well, here's my theory, is that she sees her, so she freaks out because she's like, I'm about to die. Because I don't know the rest of the show, but my my thought is that if they don't follow the rules, there's just a month of dying spree where all of the kids in the class die. And when they see her, they know that they're going to die. So that's my theory. But and that's what I'm going to hope it is. It's, it's close. Yeah. It just pissed Great. me off so much that they were like, okay, three episodes. We're going to pretend that uh, people just happen to not see her. Okay, cool. Okay, end of episode three. We finally get acknowledgement from her that no one in this school can see her. Great. Millisecond <laughs> later, someone fucking sees her. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Well, that's part of the reveal. But, like, right? you just completely contradicted the ghost <laughs> logic you just put into the world. Well, that's- you can't do that because we know at the end of episode eight they're going to explain that, oh, they can see her when they're about to die. And it's like, okay, so we're going to go for, like, five more episodes and think, wait, what the fuck? Can people see her or not? You well, told me to- they can't, but everything you're about to show me is going to be they can. <laughs> that's similar to the nurse calling, saying like, oh, the girl's name is this. And then we're led to believe like, oh, that's Ghost Girl. And then the, we get the actual clear audio of the nurse in episode three saying like, oh, her name's actually something different. You're like, okay, so it's not Ghost Girl. Cut to immediate next scene, Ghost Girl being like, yeah, it's my cousin. It's still like me. I'm still related to that person. It's like. So, so also, it is. I am you. also a ghost. Well, yeah, also, I'm a ghost. It's like, okay. It's like, why did that whole nurse thing happen? We didn't need this. 
to throw us off the scent. So we could immediately, within the same episode, get put back on the set. Yeah, like it happens so fast where it's like, it undoes that. So it's like, I want to talk about the actual exciting thing that happened. Uh, Yeah. Um, It was exciting for me. Yes, this. (laughs) Hot uh, second. I, I, it's too little too late. It's, they. (laughs) Truly. They buried the only interesting thing that happens in this, in these episodes after an hour of a slog of <laughs> slail, snail horror. I I was mixing up snail, snail and slug and said slail. Slail. <laughs> so, she exits classroom, picks up her umbrella, sees boy talking to ghost girl, freaks the fuck out. Does he see her? We'll never know, because she goes over to the stairs, trips, drops umbrella, the sharpest fucking umbrella that has ever existed (laughs) her dad works at a knife sharpening factory and was like let me just practice on this baby get it get it nice and pointy for you she trips falls on the umbrella and impales herself and dies and end credits who gives a shit you know what else though i feel like this is really indicative of how disappointing the show is her glasses come off and like you see her eye exposed and you're like oh shit it's gonna go through her eye nasty and then it goes through her neck and it's like why because also with her glasses fall off and then the one lens breaks so it's like oh that's where the umbrella hit it and like shattered the glasses and like that's where it's gonna be through her eye like it's setting it up to be the eye and then it pans out it's through her neck it's (laughs) It's her neck what? Uh, yeah. This. But see, this is what I wanted. I was like, I want some like horror, gross, like Final Destination bullshit. Too, and here it late. is. But also, I'm bored now. Because <laughs> like they could have condensed this into an episode. What they could have yeah. done in the first half of an episode. Yeah. Like if this was the like the cliffhanger at the end of episode one okay you did something interesting and then there's a reason to investigate this shit because like if you have like vague uh uh can people see this girl or not oh when someone almost sees her they end up dead oh mystery a reason to go talk to her and investigate no let's let's drag this out let's make it as unconnected as possible and let's just throw it in at the very end Maybe he was like, I got nine episodes of great content, you guys. And they were just like, oh, but you need to fill 12 episodes. And he was like, fuck. I feel like nine's generous. Yeah, so far we have one episode of interesting content. Five episodes. I have five great episodes for you. We have a fifth of an episode of great content. I have a great movie for you. Can you make it a series? Movie, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Sure. Uh, I like anyway, the, Brendan, can you just tell us what happens? Well, I like at the end, too, the uh, main kid runs around with, like, just the gym coach or whatever, and the teacher sees it and just is like, <gasps> and runs down the stairs. He doesn't see, like, we get, we see the shot of her unpaled on her open umbrella now, all of a sudden it's open. It's a white umbrella which is blood pouring out around her. Like, if I ran down the mm-hmm. stairs and saw that, I'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I'd freak out. I wouldn't be like, He's oh, chilling. no. Like, <laughs> Oh, well, something concerning has happened here. The teacher's very composed despite a student just being impaled on her needle umbrella. Yeah. Um, Well, he's probably used to it at Spooky Academy. In class three. And uh, I was disappointed by the ending credits because it just, like, panned across as each of these, like, main characters, I guess, like, fade in. 
And, like, there's no real movement, so I figured that'd be an easy way for them to change the ending sequence every time. Like, say, when someone dies, and then when they fade yeah. in at the credits, there's something different about them. Like, they have the injury that killed them. Something like Puebla Magica, where after shit hits the fan, the endings change. Like, that? Yeah. No. As far as yeah. I know, it's just the same thing still for the whole series. That's too creative. Yeah. Yeah. That was a uh, false hope I had. Um, yeah, so I remembered stuff, and I looked a little bit up, but not too much, because I still don't really care. Uh, yeah, definitely didn't leave a lasting impression, because, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it turns out, uh, the bird was kind of hinting at stuff. Whenever he's by himself, it's saying, like, morning, Ray, morning, Ray. His aunt's name is Reiko, but the bird doesn't talk when she's around, because she's the girl that died. And that's why they don't show what? her in the picture, because it's her face. Fuck you. <laughs> his aunt? So, like... His aunt is the one? So, perks of being a wallflower, but horror. There you go. Uh, That's like, the show. And the, then I think... The, I think the ghost girl was her sister, her older sister that died, and it, like, it ends up being his mom. Like, the ghost girl is the whole red herring the whole time. And then, like, the real monster is his aunt, who's also a ghost. Because he's the only one that ever interacts with her. That's why it was so quick and, like, jargled in the first episode with the hospital. Where, like, the doctor wasn't there talking to him. It was just his aunt. So, like, yeah. What? Like, this... That's so bad. <laughs> I it's... Was good at it. <laughs> no, you didn't. I didn't expect it to be. <laughs> like, this just makes me so mad that, like... Like, you mentioned it of, like, the lying for... Uh, trying to call it a twist, but you just misled us. The, yeah. like, we're gonna show you an eye, but she gets stabbed in the neck. The, uh, like, oh, this is her, uh, uh, uh this is the girl. Uh, the letter's misspelled. Oh, uh, it's the same girl. It's, like, you're just not telling us the it's, shit. It, it's the thing where, like, a breadcrumbs trails, like, the bird, because it's saying Reiko, and, like, it's the kid talking to himself, or talking to himself, but he thinks it's his aunt. So he's keeps, he keeps saying, like, Reiko, over and over again. And that's what the bird's mimicking and hearing. So mm. it's like a breadcrumb like that, where it's like, ooh, here's a, here's a little trail for you guys to try and solve the mystery before I big, do the big reveal. And it's like, yes, but this character's in, like, two minutes of a collective three episodes we've seen. She's not a relevant character. She's about as important as the grandfather is. So, like, why would we think she's important? And she's well, as vague also, as everyone uh, else, so, like... They say it. her name is Misaki. Her name is r not that. They're probably gonna be like, Oh, I fucked up the medical record the again. Reporters. There was... Yeah. I, I smudged some frosting on it. Oh, silly me. Uh, That's what I mean by, like, well, gaslighting. Also, what does that have to do... Yeah, what does that have to do with all the kids in the class dying? What are the rules Why are there doll motifs? I think it's like everyone has to... Because we also didn't even talk about the... Clearly cursed desk in the classroom that no one acknowledges except for the main kid. Even no, he doesn't even acknowledge it. He just stares at it. There's one desk by the window that's just super old and beaten up, and it's like that's clearly cursed because every other desk is brand new. So like, I don't, I don't think there are rules. I think they set it up to make it seem like there are rules, but there isn't. And I think it's kind of like if anyone acknowledges the curse, the curse happens. It's like the old internet meme of the game. Where yeah. if you think about the game, you lose. It's that, but murder. Mm. So, like, yeah. Ugh. God. Anyway. Well, anyway, I wrote a list of um, <laughs> horror movies that I like. Um, 
Uh, I mean, again, these are just movies that I like, so I'm not saying, like, you'll like them. Anyway, Chit, uh, uh, so we got It 2017 and It Chapter 2. Love those films. (laughs) I love my clown dad. Uh, that's been established. Uh, Midsummer is very good. Highly recommend. I like Hereditary less, but a lot of people really, really like Hereditary, so I also recommend Hereditary. It's by the same director. Good stuff. Uh, another one is called Raw. It is a French horror film. It's disgusting. Oh. If you uh, get nauseous easily by visuals, don't watch it. Um, Us and Get Out by Jordan Peele. Excellent <laughs> films. Us is very good. I saw that. Love Us. It's on HBO. HBO Go, if that's accessible to you guys. <laughs> um, Cabin in the Woods is a fun one. I haven't watched it in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorites. But it's it's a fun one. Yeah. yeah. And then while writing this list, I was reminded of Knives Out, which is not a horror film, but it is very good. <laughs> yeah. Very good mystery. Um, and then if you want cute anime girls with your horror, play Doki Doki Literature Club. <laughs> there you go. That one is excellent. Oh, it is to so good. Jump off the HBO uh, comment you made. Uh, I believe HBO is releasing like 500 hours of content or something for free and like you don't need an account and stuff. So it Mm. might be on there. You might be able to get access to it if you didn't have it before. So yay. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Also, I I have two horror wrecks. Uh, One of my favorites, uh, a a high school Spanish teacher showed it to us because it was a a Spanish, uh, it's a a horror movie from Spain. It's called The Orphanage. And it's very good. Uh, and they actually leave breadcrumbs that go somewhere. <laughs> uh, How fun. Also, I've actually heard of that. Uh, yeah. And uh, one more called Green Room, which is uh, just oh, extremely yeah. brutal, extremely oh, fucked up. no. Uh, uh, it's uh, you get to see uh, <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart as a, a Nazi drug dealing skinhead. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I hear that one's rough. Yeah, Paul really likes that mm-hmm. one. Uh, and I'm going to talk about uh, the most recent season of My Hero Academia covers the cultural festival arc with Gentle Criminal, which I feel like is greatly uh, underappreciated as a refreshing tone of pace for a very uh, plot-heavy previous arc to the series. So I recommend it. It's a very fun time, and it's got a very catchy song. Yeah, moral of the story is watch anything. (laughs) This wasn't good. I'm going to try to find a good horror anime. I will. (laughs) I mean, we uh, we haven't watched Paranoia Agent yet, but other than that, I want to find a good (laughs) horror anime. I feel like that one scared me so much as a kid, I never gave it a shot. And now, like, especially after watching Perfect Blue, I can much more appreciate it now. And, like, I do... I uh, want to get back to it, even though the main of the crux of the story has kind of been spoiled for me, but that one's supposed to be a classic. Mm, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Uh, well. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Bioshock. That's probably my favorite horror. Bioshock. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Very I smooth. couldn't play it after 6 p.m. because it scared me. <laughs> I love horror games. Uh, fun time. So. Go watch a playthrough of PT. It is not available anywhere now. Yeah. But PT was incredible. I got to play it. I loved every minute of it. Yeah, real talk. I'm kind of glad it doesn't exist. I don't want that in the world. That's too. <laughs> I wish that it was did. too scary. <laughs> Just like I could never so play good. this. Ugh. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's a spooky show you want us to watch in this, the the spooky month of May, I think. Hallow- this is what Halloween and spring. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so uh, you can send your recommendations to us at yet at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, yet on both. 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. Stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast I do. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song, Stories Off the Album Beats. You can find all of Louis' music at louiszong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. I'm gonna go watch something good. I'm already watching Cowboy Bebop. I started while we recorded. Boo! Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> boo! But, like, not boo. <laughs>